to hit record. Okay, you guys, welcome to episode 11 of the Spirit Biz Podcast. I am honored, seriously honored to say that I'm sitting here with the one and only Jeremy Larson from the Larson team out of Santa Cruz, California. Um, Before I kind of go into it, Jeremy, I'd like to introduce you a little bit, talk about everything that you have done. For those of you that don't know Jeremy, he's not only a team leader, top producer, husband, father, creator, like mastermind guru, mentor, coach, all of those things, but he is also one of the only agents in our market that has had one of the steadiest climbs in real estate as far as growth and volume goes. So in the last couple of years, Jeremy has gone from doing $9 million average uh, volume a year to doing 200 million volume a year. And his team is just growing like a wildfire. Um, He's been popping up all over the place. You're gonna start hearing his name more and more. And um, he's a part of our Honey Badger group and our Fast Forward family. So um, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you for being here. Awesome. Excited to be here. That's uh, quite an introduction. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I remember. Hopefully I can deliver today. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself for the people that don't know um, and kind of bring us a little bit up to speed, you know, how long you've been in real estate, where you started and um, why why you even got into real estate to begin with. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, I got into real estate. I love all things real estate. So I love rental properties. I love owning a property. I hate the idea of paying rent and paying someone else's mortgage. Um, real estate as an asset, right? Real estate as a tool. And so before I actually got into the business of real estate, um, I had properties, I had rental properties, I flipped properties, and done everything that's good and bad that comes with that. And so I love the whole idea of real estate. It is by far my favorite asset. And so I have a passion um, for real estate. Um, Came into the business in 2014 uh, with a very gritty um, sales and marketing background. I've done door-to-door sales. I've done Um, event promotions, event marketing. Um, I mean, I have paid my dues, right? Like when it comes to sales, I've gone through the school of hard knocks for skills, a real gritty type of salesy in the field, in the street. And uh, it's been the best training um, that I ever could have asked for. And so that's how I got into the business. Um, Came in, started a brokerage right away. I partnered up with a really good friend who is a broker here in town. Um, I, you know, I went, I went around, I interviewed with all the agencies that were in town and um, they were, they were great, but um, at least here locally at that point in time, there was nothing that had like this really cool community um, that I was feeling. Um, it felt very competitive. You could kind of feel the, the different political environments as far as like, these are the top producers and they have these offices and then all you other guys, you're over here. Yeah. And this and so, um, there was nothing that made me want to be like, oh, this is where I want to be. You know, I knew I wanted to be in the industry. Um, and so coming from my background of sales and leadership, immediately I wanted to start a boutique brokerage. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what we did, right? Like back then, that was what it was called. It was the boutique brokerage. And so we had a great run. We had a small agency that we had here locally. Um, but I saw uh, somebody who I looked up to a lot uh, from a different coaching community that I was in at the time at Tom Ferry Coaching go over to, um, to EXP. Um, and I couldn't believe that this person uh, made that move. You know, that was Kyle Whistle, somebody who was super smart, a contributor and uh, some, somebody I was learning a lot from, from a distance. And so the more we started talking, the more I understood the model. And then the more I understood that community that was being created in the particular group, of course, that you and me are in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's when I went over. Um, in 2018, as a solo agent, my production was $9 million. Uh, which doesn't sound like much now, but back then it was decent. It wasn't great. I was super frustrated because I knew that I was capable of much more. Mm-hmm. My first year with our group, I tripled that production. So I went from 9 million to 30 million as a solo agent, started building a team in uh, about August of 2019. Mm-hmm. And uh, 2020, first full year as a team, we did 100 million. Um, last year, 2021, we hit... 200 million uh and this year we'll you know we're definitely are on track to to go through 300 um and so it's been a great run um just having a blast and uh yeah love it that's that's absolutely amazing and i remember when i first joined exp and i first you know joined this group that we have this family and this community that we have that's so tight knit you were the first person that reached out to me you like had no idea who i was but you got on the phone and you were like hi my name is jeremy you have no idea who i am but i just want to know how i can support you and you spent almost an hour with me on the phone just trying to get to know me trying to understand where i need help where i have opportunities for growth and that's something that for a lot of agents that are listening they don't have that right like that doesn't exist for a lot of people in our industry yeah, like for me, I have, a, I have a duty to give back, right? And so I've been blessed. I've been able to put myself in like the craziest rooms, the craziest masterminds. And, you know, I have an incredible backbone and support system at home to where I can pack up my bags and, and, and go put myself in that mastermind or that room or that convention. And so um, I did that, you know, and I had people just pour into me that just wanted to see me do well and grow my business. And so I have a duty to the industry. Um, to give back to others and to help others. Um, and so, of course, you're, of course, I did that um, with you and I'm here to support you in any way I can, you know that. Yeah. Uh, but that, but that, that's my mindset, right? And so that's, that's how I was taught, you know, by so many incredible agents and team operators that the more we put out there, the more we can put in. And so it's almost like, it's like this bottled water. If I pour into you, right? Now there's more room for me to take and absorb more in for myself to build and grow and support others. Yeah, no, there, there's so much about what you just said that I absolutely love. And so um, one of the things that I want to know about you is what made you want to start a team? I know you went from 9 million as a solo agent in 2018 to obviously seeing that you have more potential, but what made you really like what contributed to you wanting to start a team? And then I'm going to follow that up with another question after that. Um, I want you to answer the first part and then we can get to the second question that I have. Yeah. Um, 
I love that question. I, you know, that question always comes up. And so the team first off is not for everybody, right? Um, a lot of agents make the mistake of starting a team and uh, it's a major backpedal for them. It's not where their passion is. You need to really think about what excites you because running a team is, is it's not like you're working less. <laughs> it's not like you, you really have more freedom. You know, it's, it's just a different animal. And so you got to think about what excites you. And so for me, I love helping others being successful. I'm more excited about somebody on the team getting in contract than myself. Right. And so that's how I'm wired, whether I like it or not. That's what excites me. That's what makes me want to get up early. That's what makes me want to keep pushing through and learning and growing and, and just moving in that direction. Mm -hmm. And so for others, that may not be their thing. Right. And so for a lot of people that are agents right now, they think, oh, you know, I'm so busy or I'm this or I'm that or I'm stressed out or I'm working 70 hours a week. I need to go start a team so I can have my life back. And it's not necessarily the answer because they might be a lot happier just learning how to leverage that business, um, having a showing agent, um, having an assistant. Um, and it's a scary thing for an agent to do that because they want to keep control. Yeah. But for, for others, that's, you know, I, I want people who are listening to this understand that like, just because you're crushing it in personal sales does not mean that you need to go start a team. Mm -hmm. It does not mean that that's, that's even the right move. You really want to be intuitive to like what's exciting to you and what's, you know, what you're going to want to wake up and be happy doing. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I remember when I had this kind of block around hiring an assistant or having to pay for help. Like I remember when I didn't want to invest that money back into my business and I thought, oh, I can do it all on my own. But there's no scaling when it comes to that, right? Because your time is so limited. So yeah, I mean that uh, for, for a lot of agents, they make that mistake. They're super successful as an agent and then they decide to go start a team. When in reality, it might be better for them to have a showing agent, right? and then have an assistant. And so we have showing agents on our team. We just brought on our first showing agent. And so they work with our top, top, top performers mm -hmm. that are showing tons of homes every week, mm -hmm. right? So if you're showing, opening 20 doors a week, it's gonna be hard to leverage. But if we can give you a showing agent, boom, that changes everything. Yeah, no, absolutely. So many ways to leverage in this modern era right now for agents. And how many people are on your team right now? Um, I'd have to look. We're around 30, probably right, we're around, um, we onboarded two last week. We're, we're around 33, 34. Okay. And you guys just opened up, didn't you guys just open up another office? Yeah, so we're in Monterey now. Um, nice. Miller office in Carmel. It's being remodeled right now. As we can't see. wait to see it. Uh, so excited! I mean, it's such an amazing place in the country to be in in the first place to visit, let alone to work there. Um, and so that's been a huge blessing. We have an incredible team there. That team is growing really fast and we're just really excited about what we're doing down there. And, and you're originally from Santa Cruz or where, where are you? Sacramento area. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, El Dorado Hills. Nice. Yeah. So how, what made you relocate to that area? Uh, a couple, that gorgeous. A couple, I mean, Santa Cruz is an amazing place we used to come here on the weekends. Right. And so it's an amazing place to be in. Yeah. Uh, 
But yeah, you know, I've always been in sales and marketing and kind of had the option to live anywhere in the Bay Area. So I've lived in San Jose, Morgan Hill. And when we had our firstborn, because we have family here on my wife's side, that really influenced the decision to move here. Well, shit, it's definitely not a bad place to live. I'll tell you that much. I mean, there's people that listen to this podcast from all over the world. So if you guys haven't checked out Monterey, California or Carmel, go hit up Jeremy, talk to him about real estate, talk to him about how you can join his team. He's, he's an amazing person. And that's just a beautiful place to sell real estate in. So, I mean, like, wow, like so, so lucky. Um, so one of the things that I really wanted to talk to you about, other than the reason why you wanted to start a team is what, when you look back on it now, and I know that you're still climbing, like you're still in it, you're just getting started, um, as, as am I, um, what really led to this explosive growth? Like, what was it? Was it the connections that you had in the fast forward movement group? Was it just seeing other people succeed and just wanting a piece of that? Was it like wanting to help other people? What was it that really contributed to you going from 9 million in 2018 to 200 million in 2021? I mean, I know you have a team, so it makes it a lot easier to achieve those numbers, but that is like massive growth right there. So I'm trying to figure out where that drive came from. Yeah, I mean, the drive is just, uh, I don't, I don't know, you kind of you have it or you don't, like, as far as the drive, like, I'm just passionate about what we're doing. I'm having a ton of fun along the way. It's a lot of work, and there's risk and liability, and it's a lot of work and everything, but I'm, I'm having a ton of fun right? Like, I love what we do. And I love who works with us. I like, they're all good friends. Everybody here is amazing. Mm -hmm. And so um, there's a lot that thrives off of that. Um, but as far as the projection, right, of going from nine to 30 to 100 to 200 to 300 plus, um, there's no way for me that I could have achieved that without surrounding myself with others that have the business and the lifestyle that I desire to have. Yeah. Right. And so I think, you know, that's a big message and that, and that can be anywhere that can be any brokerage, any company, but you have to put yourself in a community, in an environment around other people that have the type of business you want, number one, and two, they're willing to collaborate with you. Because otherwise, you go down this gnarly trial and error run in our industry, right? I went through it. The first five years for me. I, I, was, I, was, I was, my first couple of years, I was furious. With, you know, like I was doing good, but I was like, oh, you know, I was furious. And I went on like this, it's almost like a movie. Like I went on this epic mission around the country, like going to every conference and coaching environment, everything, trying to learn and figure this whole thing out. Um, but that is, you know, for me, that was it. So I was able to put myself in a community where I could collaborate, where I had just unparalleled access that I did not know existed, you know, mm -hmm. listing appointments, hires, uh, follow-up internet leads, this, that, you name it. I have, I have multiple people I can plug and play and pull from, um, from our group. And so that is most important right now, more so than ever, because if you think about it, Melody, right, like the average real estate office, um, if we're at ABC Real Estate, um, 
everybody wants to see each other be successful. You want to see me be happy and healthy and successful. I want to see you be happy, healthy, and successful because we're nice people. Mm-hmm. And maybe because we're waving ABC realty flag, we're on the same team. And that's <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's totally. it. That is not enough of a psychological connection for me to carve out an hour of my time on a Saturday to say, tell me about your business. Let's see where the gaps are and let's see what we can do to get you to that next level. As a matter of fact, let's set up a call with Tina or Dan or this person or that person because they're doing the same thing you're doing or they've been there. Let's hear how they got through it too. Love that. And so that doesn't exist in the old, I, you know, I hate to say old school, but the old school brokerage model, that psychological, psychological connection or emotional investment in each other is not there. And so when you can put yourself in that environment, right. And, and there, there are multiple offices that do exist that have this. Okay. I'm just talking about my experience. When you can put yourself in that environment, it's a complete game changer because you can eliminate the trial and error. And we see this in our industry multiple times. We see brand new agents being in the top 1% in in their community every year, right? In different markets. Oh, for sure. Somebody who was his first year and he he was a number two agent in, in his county, you know, his first year. And so it's really more so than ever, extremely important for agents to to recognize that there's an old model of doing business that does not influence that type of level of collaboration Mm -hmm. and so there's a huge advantage for you business-wise to put yourself in an environment where you can have access and collaborations to others that have the business that you desire and you want to achieve think about it It's, it's just like it's like sports you know Um, If I want to become a good basketball player, if I'm hanging out with people that aren't good at basketball, it's going to be really hard for me to get better, right? Like pros don't want to practice with amateurs. (laughs) And so, you know, if I'm practicing with some really good basketball players day in and day out, those habits and uh, that way of playing on the court and the drills and the skill set and everything, I'm going to learn it. I'm going to learn it a lot faster. And then I'm, instead of me trying to figure out how to get good at three pointers, they're going to be able to say, Hey, you know what? You need to hold the ball this way. You need to do this. You need to look at it this way from this angle. You need to throw it here. You need to set your feet up like this. And then you need to do this like that. And so that's when I, when I talk about the trial and error, that eliminates all of that. And that's a difference. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I mean, I remember when I first started in real estate 2014, I was like, this sucks. Like there has to be a better way. I went up to my manager at the time and I said, what can I do to be better? I was 21 when I got my license. I had no idea what I was doing. I came straight out of community college. I had no real estate background. My parents weren't investors in any type of way. They both have only owned one home their entire life. So I was just like walking out into this completely green, totally blindfolded. And so I go up to my manager nice lady, sweetest person ever. I was with Jay Rockcliffe Realtors at the time, now it's Sereno. And I said, I'm young. 
Like I am not ready to topple over and die. I'm not semi-retired. I don't have the Rolex watch. I don't have the Mercedes Benz. Like how can I grow and one day get there? You know, what are the steps? And she goes, well, I would hire a real estate coach or sign up for Tom Ferry coaching. And so as a new agent, you know, I didn't have 800 bucks a month to invest in Tom Ferry coaching or anything like that. And so I would just go into every office of every top producer and I would just sit there and I would just listen Mm -hmm. to the conversations. I would shadow them on their appointments. I would offer to host their open houses and, um, and, and slowly you start to build relationships. Right. But If it wasn't for me reaching out and being hungry, like you are to learn, grow, get to that next level, whatever that is, then I don't think that I would have been able to get to where I'm at today. Of course, back to your point, and I love what you said about trial and error. I goofed up a ton in the first five years. I mean, I had to go through a lot of different obstacles to get to where I'm at today, but I finally feel like when it comes to our group, When it comes to the agents that we have around us, like Kyle Whistle, he was on the podcast last week, by the way, he gave you a shout out. Um, Dan Beard, Kenny uh, Trong, you, just all of these people, Tina Call, Veronica Figueroa. Like when I see these people on stage, I'm thinking to myself, like, I want to be there. I'm going to get there one day. I don't care how many people I have to have on my podcast. I don't care how many rooms I need to fly to get to, like, I am going to get there. Absolutely. And a lot of agents will ask us, I'm sure that you've gotten this too, is how, how do you do what you do? And it's like, I just tried everything and I waited to see what worked for me and what stuck and what didn't. And I let go of whatever didn't work. And I stuck to the things that did work. And, you know, what did work was building relationships in this business. And I think that's one of the most important things. And Back to my point on coaching, even though I didn't sign up for Tom Ferry coaching, I know you've got a coach. You've got one of the most badass coaches in the entire world, John Cheplak, and you've been coaching with him for how long now? A couple of years. Okay. Yeah, my guy. So how is that with coaching with John? How do you like it? How, you know, what is, is it really like boot camp for agents? What is it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, there's different... Um, there's different coaching programs. Not every coach is for everybody. Right. And so, um, for me, for me personally, and this is a blessing and a curse is I struggle, um, taking advice from someone who hasn't done it before Mm -hmm. or someone who hasn't gone through that. Right. Right. And so I would struggle with someone giving me marital advice. Who's had like four divorces. (laughs) You know what I mean? But people do this, right? Um, I would struggle with hiring someone uh, as a fitness coach, um, you know, who's not fit. And um, for me, when it comes to real estate or it comes to business, I, you know, I need to, uh, if I'm going to have a coach, I want it to be somebody that's, that's real, that's really doing it and and that's done it. And so um, that's a big deal for me. Um, yeah. because, you know why? Because I'm going to get my bang for my buck that way, right? Yeah. Like, no excuse for me not to do what this person's telling me to do. Yeah. 
you know, but uh, John's been my coach for a couple of years now. Um, we're super close. I don't even like calling him a coach. He's, he's practically family at this point. We, we talk all the time. Uh, but yeah, we have great synergy. We have a good thing going on. I'm actually one of his coaches now. Um, oh, just, wow. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to take on five um, agents to coach, but um, yeah, it's been a great, it's been a great run. We have a great community. And uh, it's really exciting, some of the things that we're working on. And and you're doing a mastermind with him as well, aren't you? Don't you have something coming out, like a course? We have a, we have a couple of things that um, aren't finalized yet. Okay. All right. So yeah. we, won't, we won't give it away. It's still sticky, uh, right? Like with everything that's going on, but we're working on something that would be um, really fun and exciting actually here in Santa Cruz. So how do you feel about doing in-person events? Because I'm so excited to get on, you know, get on the road as far as like sharpening my speaking skills. And I really want to start doing in-person events. Are you guys doing them yet? They're coming. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've got, um, John's got something in Nashville coming up. I believe it's going to be in April. And so all, uh, all that stuff's coming, right? People are, we're hungry to, yeah. uh, to, to get in the events and do that when it's safe and it's the right time to do that. And so all that's coming. Okay. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, one thing that I did want to touch on with you, and I know that you can talk about this and speak to it is we keep referring to our group, the fast forward movement. Talk to me a little bit about how that started and kind of where you see it going in the future, because I know you guys have a lot of plans of a lot of different things that we're going to do with this group and, you know, talk to them about the mastermind calls that we have and the value. I mean, I talk about this all the time, but I want you to kind of tell the folks that are listening, the amount of value and information and knowledge that are on these mastermind calls. I mean, do you think that anyone that's in real estate doesn't have to be in the group would benefit from going to these. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you know, we're in a unique situation with our group. Number one, it's the highest producing group with, within our brokerage is our group pound for pound. Um, and so we're in a unique situation where we have a lot of top producers and because of um, how the brokerage is set up, how EXP is set up, there's financial alignment, there's incentive to want to share help, right? And so there's revenue share, there's, we all have stock and the revenue share and everything. So there's a lot more psychological reasons why we want to help and pour into each other. Mm -hmm. And then it almost becomes like a contest within our group, right? Like we're trying to share each other. Like, hey, here's my <laughs> process. Oh yeah, well, here's my hiring process. Here's my 30 day, 60, 90 day review for every agent that comes on. Here's how I, you know, and so, so it's really cool though, right? Like it's, it's super fun. And so that's what our group's about. Uh, there's a weekly mastermind every Monday, um, which is insane. And um, I mean, I am picky, right? Like, you know me, I'm a snob with, with the masterminds and everything. I've been to a lot of them. I've well spent over six figures to be in those rooms and coaching environments throughout my career. Um, but yeah, I, our weekly mastermind is insane. It's, it's pure fire every Monday. It's all content. I love it. 
Yeah. And you know what? I love what you keep referring to. And I want you guys to take notes on this, whoever's listening. Like if, if you're not taking notes, then I don't know what you're doing. But I love how you keep saying to put yourself in uncomfortable situations or to put yourself in those rooms and how you just said you spent well over six figures to be in those rooms with other people. I 100% agree with you, Jeremy, because Sometimes I am in rooms and I'm like, I'm so glad that I pushed myself to be here. I'm going to a, 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 a mastermind this week that we have in La Jolla in San Diego, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday um, with you, Dan, Kyle, and Kenny. And I probably know that I'm not going to be making as much money or as much, you know, generating as much real estate volume as some of the agents in that room. But you know what? I don't care. I'm still going to pay to be in that room anyways. I still want to put myself in those uncomfortable situations. Um, and, and I think that that's the most important thing is even if you think you shouldn't be there, get there anyways, like get in that room, no matter what, and just build those relationships. Right. I mean, when you agree. Yeah. yeah. I think that, um, and if anybody who's listening to this, if they think about when they were in a, uh, a mastermind or an event of any kind or a training, like, you are taking time to focus on your business when you're in that room, like yeah. you're paying attention, your wheels are turning. And, you know, I believe that big decisions are made out of events. Yep. Yep. You know, commitments, commitments are made out of events. Um, even a micro commitment can be made out of an event. One little thing you decide to do, or you heard someone do, or you heard it for like the 10th time, and you're like, okay, I'm not going to go fly out somewhere to hear someone tell me I need to do video again. You know, like I'm going to do it. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of power um, in events and masterminds. There's the content, but there's also what I've learned is putting myself in that room, taking that time, getting those wheels turning, thinking about my business from that way, what I'm doing, what I'm not doing and what I want to commit to. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a good reminder for people watching to remember that, like, you make commitments when you're at events, right? right. And we all know that, that, you know, tiny hinges swing big doors. And so those, that. Yeah, those tiny little commitments are what's going to make the big stuff happen. And so, yeah. you know, when we go, wow, Jeremy, you went from nine to 30 to hundred to 200. Like, what did you do? Everybody's hoping I'm going to say like, oh, we do this now, or we signed up for yeah. this and now we get this. And um, no, it's nothing that nobody else is doing. You know, it, it's all the same stuff, just committing to it. You know, we're just doing it. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And um, congratulations, by the way, I should have said this at the beginning, but congratulations on buying your dream home in your dream neighborhood. That that was a, a you know, a series of tiny commitments right there, right? Like it just made me think of that. And you guys are remodeling and making it look so beautiful, you and Holly. I'm so excited to see the finished product. Do you guys have any plans for like a, a house party this summer? Because I'm coming. You know what I, I mean? Just uh, this morning, actually. So yeah, we're we're working on it. We're working I on it. love it. Time you're in town, of course, you got to come over. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm gonna wrap this up, and I always ask every top producer the same question, and I'm really interested to hear what your answer is to this. Sure. What piece of advice, it could be one or a couple, 
What piece of advice do you have for a brand new agent that just got their license yesterday? What would you tell them to start executing on immediately? Um, something, okay? Execute on something. <laughs> what I mean is like <laughs> nobody gets sold to or pitched more than realtors. True. Like, look at your inbox right now. You know True. what I mean? Like, nobody gets pitched more than us. And so the grass is always greener and all this stuff is really, really real. Look, here's what we know. Everything works. Everything works. Does cold calling work? Yes. Do you want to do it? I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I don't. Right. We don't do that. My team doesn't do it. I don't do it. We don't cold call. Door knocking works really well. We don't really do it. Sometimes we do it for listings. We'll do it for open houses, but we don't do it day in and day out. I have a friend in Las Vegas. She knocks, I think it's four days, eight hours a week. She takes two hours, four days a week. She knocks on doors and she crushes it. Wow. That's what she does, right? Awesome. Everything works. Do open houses work? Absolutely. Oh yeah. You have to work them the right way. Right. right? Do online leads work? Yes. Does social media work? Yes. So all of these things work, but you have to work them. There's no, there's like no lack of opportunity right now. It is, is probably one of the greatest runs ever to be an agent right now. And so yeah. you, just, you need to go execute on something. You've got to build your database, your referral-based business. That is the gold, right? That is the gold is getting the referrals. That's the gold. You've got to have a relationship-based business. And then you got to decide all those other pillars that I just threw out there and mentioned, which one of those do you want to execute on? And hopefully you're in a position in your life where you can go with what's most exciting and passionate for you. Maybe you love open houses. Maybe you love cold calling, right? There are people that love doing those things. Mm -hmm. uh, or you're in a position where you've got more time than money or you've got more money than time. And then you can, you can pivot to uh, online leads or this or that or something that's more leverageable. But the most important thing for new agents is just to go hard on something and, and go at it and don't let anybody take you off of it. We see new agents come out here and just completely crush it with open houses, mm -hmm. right? And so that's always my advice to the new agents is to just execute on something and maybe your next year you can add another pillar to your business. But the opportunities are out there because it's a people business. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. the whole, the, I mean, look, here's the deal. The whole game that we're all in is trying to meet as many people as we can, explain to them what we do, get them to like us and trust us, and then follow up. Mm -hmm. Like that's the whole job of a realtor. And so you got to decide where and how you're going to go meet those people at what cost or time investment for you. But that's it that's what we're paid to do that's how the business works that's how you get business I think that was one of no that was the best explanation that I've ever heard on the podcast hands down I'm definitely gonna replay this and listen to it while I'm driving in my car today because that was gold and I'm so 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 grateful for you thank you for that explanation, because it's true, just do something like it doesn't have to be perfect and you can screw up. In fact, you probably should screw up a couple of times in order to get it right. Um, but 
Yeah, absolutely. For me, it's social media and everyone knows that about me. So if you want to take notes on this podcast, then I highly suggest it. What's your handle for everyone out there that wants to go follow you right now? Yeah, real Jeremy Larson. At real Jeremy Larson. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. First of all, I want to thank you for being my friend. I want to thank you for picking up the phone two years ago and calling me and just showing me such kindness and support. Um, I always love to hear your perspective and um, I always love to hear your voice and, and spend time with you anytime I can. I'm super excited to see you guys in San Diego this week for our Fast Forward Mastermind. Um, for those of you that don't know, we're doing a mastermind for 50 million plus producers and um, there's going to be some great speakers on stage. So I'm going to try to document this journey as much as I can. And for anyone that wants to hop onto one of our masterminds, I highly suggest it. It's an open table conversation. It's open invitation for anyone. You don't have to be with the XP. You don't have to be with the group. You could be just an observer, just mute yourself, hop on, um, reach out to either myself or Jeremy for the link. And we will send it to you. It's Mondays at 10.30 on Zoom. Is that right? 10. 10. Yep. 10 to 11 on Zoom. Yep. Um, so awesome. Well, thank you so All much, right. Jeremy. Thank you for coming. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye.